Stoughton Hospital strives to meet the changing needs of the communities we serve. Our experts provide you with the information you need to make informed health care decisions. Here's Melanie Cole with Stoughton Hospital Health Talk. Human papillomavirus can cause cancers of the cervix, vagina, and vulva in women, cancer of the penis in men, and cancers of the anus and or the mouth or throat in both men and women. There are about 26,000 of these cancers each year, and most could be prevented with the HPV vaccine. My guest today is Dr. Thomas Merwin. He's a pediatrician with Stoughton Deedon Clinic. Welcome to the show. Dr. Merwin, tell us about the advent of the HPV vaccine and really what you want listeners to know, the most important bit of information you want them to know when they question this vaccine. The most important information about HPV vaccine is if you get three doses into a female before she gets infected with the HPV virus, you will reduce her risk with the current vaccine of cervical cancer by 90% in her lifetime, and you will reduce the risk of head and neck cancers in males by 55% in their lifetime. So this vaccine is a anti-cancer vaccine. It's uh, related to sexual activity. It's estimated that over 80% of people at some point in their lifetime will be sexually active. So if your children are like you and will eventually become sexually active, you should get this vaccine into them before they get infected. And we know that probably one-third of high schoolers, by the time they're done with high school, will participate in an activity that places them at risk for getting HPV virus. So get the vaccine in during middle school before they start participating in said activities. So what age should we get that first shot? And and when you say participating in said activities, we're not just talking about intercourse here, are we? We're talking about any uh, anal sex, oral sex, or the usual sexual intercourse that everybody thinks about. They're all potentially related to transmission of the HPV virus. And as you get older, the percentage of people in that age group that has HPV goes up. It's estimated that within two years of starting sexual activity, uh, males, about 60% will be infected with HPV, and females, almost 50% will be infected with HPV. So if you wait until they do it, it's too late to get the use out of, to get the uh, uh, benefit of this vaccine. So our recommendation is get that first dose in sometime between 11 and 13. The doses are supposed to be three doses within a six-month period of time. Uh, so the earlier you start it, the earlier they finish it and get the full protection of the vaccine. Once they are infected with HPV, the vaccine doesn't do anything to clear that infection. Is the response to the vaccine better at this younger age than it is if, say, they waited until they were in their late teens? When you look at antibody levels in 11 to 13-year-olds, it's much higher than 18 to 25-year-olds. So, yes, we, we believe we get better protection the earlier we get it in. Dr. Merwin, what do you say to parents that say, I'm not sure about this vaccine because then it's going to encourage my child to go out and engage in sexual activity? There is no evidence to say that that is uh, happening. Uh, we have our kids wear seatbelts, and we don't. that doesn't allow them to go out and drive crazy. We wear seatbelts because we want to decrease their risk of bad things happening to them or ourselves while we're driving. We are not always in control of when we get in an accident. 
Same with HPV. We're not always in control of when we get the HPV, exposed to HPV. We don't know who's infected and who isn't. So it's better to get them protected and talk to them about why you think they shouldn't have sex or whatever your values are around that topic. And I think it does encourage that that discussion and start that communication, don't you think? Yes, I do. And 50% of uh, high schoolers say they've never had a talk about sex with their parents. So that would be another issue that we can get parents to start talking. It's just an uncomfortable issue. This used to be just recommended for girls, and now it is recommended for boys, correct? What changed? Uh, our understanding of how much HPV causes head and neck cancers in males. Right now, there's about 10,000 cases of cervical cancer every year, and about 7,000 cases of head and neck cancers per year in males. So we know that 50% of that 7,000 can be prevented with the current vaccine, uh, 55 if you want to be specific. And as we understood more about HPV through our studies, we found that instead of 1,000 cases a year, it's more like 7,000 cases a year, which makes it a lot more prevalent, and the effectiveness of the vaccine can prevent more cancers. Is it ever too late to get this vaccine? Is there an age when you'd say, well, if you missed that mark, then, you know, it's not worth getting that vaccine? It's recommended up till 25 years of age uh, for catch-up for men and women. Uh, so if you're over 25, it's not FDA approved, so you cannot get the vaccine. Otherwise, no, it's better to give the vaccine, even if they're infected with one of the types in the vaccine. The new vaccine has nine types in it, and they may get protection from the other eight types. So instead of being 90% protective against cervical cancer, it may be less so, but it's still going to be protective against other types of HPV that can cause cervical cancer. Is there anything parents should look for after getting the vaccine? Any complications or side effects? So the biggest thing is it hurts and some kids faint. Now, uh, people get worried about that, but I would say that's been happening for many decades. I was a fainter when I got vaccines. We did not have the HPV vaccine. When someone gets something painful done to them, some of them faint. So in our clinic, we have them wait 15 minutes after the vaccine so that if they experience that side effect, it happens now and we can take care of it. Dr. Merwin, even though this is a little bit off topic of HPV itself, give your sort of best advice about vaccines in general, and what do you say to parents? There's so much in the media today about anti-vaccinations, and states are, you know, making new regulations. And what do you tell parents about the importance of getting their vaccinations on schedule? I say it's as important as wearing your seatbelt. You don't know when these diseases are coming. It's scientifically based uh, evidence that says vaccines are probably the, from a cost-effective standpoint, the best thing we do in, in healthcare. If you get your kids vaccines, you will reduce their risks of having bad things happen to them, all the way from hospitalization to death. And uh, using the car analogy, just it's the same reason we wear seatbelts. We wear seatbelts so that if we get in a car accident, we are more likely to have less bad injuries and less death happen. And when, when parents question just even the safety of all of the vaccines that we have available today, what do you say to them? I say to them, if you look at the science, you'll probably come to the same conclusions I do. These are safe. They have, they have been tested on millions, unlike drugs, uh, which get tested on tens of thousands, 
or hundreds of thousands. The tests that they do on vaccines are done on millions of kids because they, they're looking for these rare side effects that they don't want to miss. And uh, they, there is science backing every one of our vaccines, including HPV. People say, I don't want to give my child the HPV vaccine because I don't believe it. Well, we know that there's almost 20,000 cases of cancer that can be uh, prevented every year with a single vaccine. Uh, if I had a breast cancer vaccine that was 90% effective in reducing breast cancer in a female, people would be clamoring for it. But because the HPV vaccine is related to sexual activity, they don't. They say, well, my 12-year-old isn't sexually active. I don't need it. No, you need it so that when they become sexually active, they are protected and, and, and aren't going to get the bad types of HPV. How do you tell parents to start that discussion? If their child says, as children do when they start to get more curious and a yeah. little older, what yeah. is this vaccine? Why am I getting it? Is that a discussion we leave to you, pediatricians, or do we No, no, no. Educate yourself. Go to cdc.gov and learn about HPV, and they have great information on that site as well, how to talk to your kids about sex. So educate yourself. It's an uncomfortable to topic for some people, but it's a, it's, I mean, Getting your value on a lot of uh, adult-type issues is not always easy on how you um, discover that in yourself. So you just have to talk to your kids about what your values are and what's out there. So in the last just minute or so, give us your best advice for parents considering giving this vaccine to their children, the discussions that they might have surrounding it, and why they should come to Stoughton Hospital Dean Clinic for their care. Because uh, I'm a firm believer in vaccines. I give them to my children. They're safe. They will prevent deaths. They will prevent cancers. And cancer hurts a lot more than a poke or two pokes or three pokes. Uh, vaccines are scientifically based. That's what we do in medicine is develop science and test our theories and build on them over the years. And we've built a very strong base that says vaccines are the best thing that we can do for children to protect them and allow them to grow up healthy young adults. Beautifully put, Dr. Merwin. Thank you so much for such great information. You're listening to Stoughton Hospital Health Talk. And for more information, you can go to stoughtonhospital.com. That's stoughtonhospital.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.